Welcome to A Dummy's Guide to Geekdom, the show that tries to give everyone a crash course on geek culture. Whether you're trying to understand some trends, know enough to start a conversation with a friend, or just know what the hell someone's talking about, we are here for you. I am your super dummy, Paul, and I am joined by the lovely Ria. How are you? Hello, I'm back. Woohoo! Computer games, yeah! Woo! <laughs> Indeed. I, I, went, I said woo in the Last of Us one, didn't I? And now I'm just doing it again like a weird. I don't think I normally say woo. Maybe you do. Maybe you're learning Maybe a lot about yourself in this one. Yeah. Oh, it's like therapy. Yeah. This is what I'm here for. Secret <laughs> therapy. <laughs> Geek therapy. <laughs> yeah. This is the second time I've talked about therapy, isn't it? Mm. Oh, God. Let's just talk about games. <laughs> yes. Games. We are here to talk about Horizon Zero Dawn. A game yes. which, facts and figures, because we love facts and figures, woo, developed by Guerrilla Games. Published by Sony. Sony have been busy. Uh, available on the PlayStation 4 and Windows. First released 28th of February 2017. Jesus, all these things were so long ago. Yeah, we're realize. old, dude. Yeah, we are old. I thought, oh, it's like a year old. No, we are very old. Um, yeah, I don't know anything about this one. There's a sequel. I mean, what I, what I, what I really want you to do is say the director's name. Oh, no, don't make me do this. <laughs> So, so yeah, Guerrilla Games are Dutch, so they they are based in Amsterdam, and I was incredibly fortunate a few years ago before the pandemic to pop into Guerrilla Games. Amazing. Um, yeah, my other half organised it. We're in Amsterdam, and because uh, they've got Horizon like Horizon Zero Dawn stuff up in the lobby, and um, they were very very kind and let us pop in and see uh, a full size machine from the game wow and i was so excited i nearly cried and then all the people that worked there like left at lunch at the same time whilst we were there and i was just literally just like oh my god oh my god i've seen all these amazing computer game developers do you think that's one of the storyboard artists do you think do you think they do it and then kevin was like i don't know and i think they just want to have their lunch so you probably need to calm down and let's leave (laughs) and then security came and it all got a bit it's very very exciting oh dear a cat just walked on here and made a noise can you hear me okay yeah i can hear you fine okay excellent <laughs> you can leave that in cut that out i'll probably leave it in. Uh... <laughs> so buffy cat just walked on my keyboard and it went blah, 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 see, sound effects um right <laughs> yes I, I yeah there's a sequel horizon forbidden west which was released yeah. 18 february 2022 apparently there's a television series coming Horizon 2074, yes. which is a prequel. And all of this is happening, and I know nothing about Horizon. Okay, let me set the scene. <laughs> Once again, <laughs> we are in post-apocalyptic United States. Oh, Running the theme, again. it seems to be. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so we're in the 31st century. Uh, humans are... Humans live in small tribes that are sort of scattered around... My geography is terrible, but I feel like it's like central United States. Okay. Um, so they're sort of scattered around in tribes and sort of technology does exist, but it's kind of, I guess we would say, primitive technology. Right. Um, we are introduced to the main character as a small girl, a, a young girl called Aloy. And she has been rejected from her tribe 
and is being raised by a man called Rost. Um, and we learn that robotic machines roam Earth and they are dangerous. Well, so they they they're, they're peaceful as such, but they will cave, but humans will hunt them because they need parts, they need metal, um, and that's all part of the law of the world. But the machines have started to become more aggressive and more violent. Um, and I and new machines appear and it's about I'm trying to not do spoilers it's so hard (laughs) um (laughs) and so and so Aloy she's as a is a young child she becomes an outcast from her tribe the Nora tribe so there's like four main tribes and oh god I'm gonna forget them all so it's the Nora the Osram the Kaja and the Banuk tribes they're the four main tribes in in this world that we that we know of and so she's an outcast and she gets raised by Ross. But when she's a child, she finds a small um, sort of like triangle computer chip thing called a focus that she clicks to her head and it gives her the ability to like scan machines to understand where's the best way to, to shoot them or whether they're aggressive or like what they what would kill them better but also it allows her to see other things like if she needs to find out where someone's gone she can follow their footsteps using her focus this is such a terrible description of this game this game's amazing (laughs) don't don't go by my description and she grows up and she wants to become part of the Nora tribe through something called the proving um and that means she'll no longer be an outcast when she's at the proving something happens which motivates the rest of the story and so the story is then about, again, I'm trying not to do spoilers, about Aloy trying to discover who she is, why she was outcast from the tribe, tribe, find her mother, find her parents, as well as while she's doing this, she ends up having to save the world because, you know, she's not got enough on her shoulders. Well, yeah. And she interacts with different characters. There's no love interest at all. Thank you. fantastic we don't need it um and it's all about Aloy discovering herself so one of the unique things about this game is it's a female protagonist who is not sexualized in any way at all she has no sexual relations people men and women everything in between are interested in her because she's badass so you would be I mean like if you met Aloy you would just be like I think I'm in love with you she'd go I don't have time for this I'm really busy and I also don't care so see you later um so it's really about her trying to find herself and along the way she has to save the world. And the mechanics are, it's, it's open world, as open world as something can be. So you can go, so you've got the main storyline, you can go and choose okay. other little side quests and other little things that you can do. You can go and explore the whole map, which is just like the best thing ever. I love that. Uh, as, as I think I talked about in last of us if i didn't i love finding little trinkets um shiny little trinkets and she um and so she goes around and explores the world learns more about herself learns more about the other tribes learns more about tolerance and understanding about people being different about how she has because she was an outcast has a unique ability to be able to bring people together and of course, defeat the ultimate evil that's threatening to destroy the world. And you get cool bows and arrows. Oh, that's cool. Okay, there's a lot there. 
Yeah, no, you said I don't know anything about this game, but then no. I just went blah, 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 at you and expected you to ask me a question about it. No, wow. <laughs> question. So is it again like sort of the you're doing a story with some stuff on the side and you'd like are you there to save the world and they've interweaved the story in between it or are you there for the story and you just happen to be saving the world oh what a good question um both so in terms of it being open world what it does really well is you can delay the main story for basically as long as you want to right um you can go off and do the side quest you can go and explore you could just spend like weeks just shooting animals and shooting machines if that's what you wanted to do like this is probably going to make me sound like a terrible person but sometimes I like to just walk around and <laughs> like shoot some rabbits like genuinely it We've because the world is <laughs> because the world is so well realized like it's it's a beautiful game mm. like you can you know you can spend 30 minutes climbing up a mountain and it's still the most beautiful thing you've ever seen you're not getting bored by it and that's one of the things that I think is really interesting about the game that, again, it's probably a theme in the sort of games that I like, that no detail is missed. I mean, of course, it's a game, so there's going to be glitches and stuff like that, so don't come at me. But you know, no, everything has detail put into it, mm. and I think that's really special. Yeah, I, I always, when playing the game, no matter how many times I've played it, will get to the edge of the game, and they'll be like, you can't go any further than here. <laughs> Because, like, even though I've played it a fair few times, like, I'm like, oh, I still just want to see what's over there and in those bushes or up that mountain or in this lake and all of that sort of stuff. You can also, again, have really good fun with the gameplay in terms of do you want to sneak? Do you just want to go in and smash stuff up? Do you want to, uh, I was about to say spoiler, do you want to, like, interact with the machines in a particular way? You get to make some sort of choices on how you interact with characters you know you either get to like think with your mind your heart um or like your anger and stuff like that how much that affects the final game it's pretty negligible but it makes you feel more that Aloy is a real character and that's what's so good about the game Aloy is a real character all of her emotions all of her motivations are set as if as if she is a real person hmm. and you know when you find out where she's from, it is quite an emotional moment for you because you spent so long with her and she's so well written that you understand why she's interacting in the world in the way that she is. You know, there's some people that she's not particularly nice to and there's some, she, she, she always tends to be helpful. Like if you did actually want her to save the world, you'd be so annoyed. You'd be like, can you stop being over there and saving the kittens? <laughs> Like, there's a fireball coming at us. And you're just like, oh, I'm just going off. Oh, yeah, you've lost that. I'll go find that money bag that you've lost. And you're like, Aloy, get your shit together. Um, you'd totally be annoyed. Um, but but that doesn't take away that everything she feels, everything she does feels real. And she looks real as well. You know, there's mm. been a lot of issues about her character online where men have made her over to be more visually appealing, especially in the second game. And the developers are very much like, no, she lives in a post-apocalyptic world. She's been training. She's, she's, I think she's sort of late teens, early 20s in the second game. You know, she's been training since she was like four years old. She is strong. She's got a six pack. 
She's got muscles. She's out in the sun all day. She's a pale redhead. She is, funny enough, going to have freckles. Funny enough, she does not wear makeup. Doesn't exist. Uh, <laughs> like, Probably not on know. the high importance yeah, list. Yeah, she's saving the world. And that's the other thing. As, as a woman playing games, I'm so used to women being sexualized in games or being mm. brutalized in games or, you know, I love the Tomb Raider games, but you can just all fuck off with how Lara Croft looks. I hate it. I mean, they made improvements in the new game, yeah. in the new in the later games, but still, like, she's in survival mode. Does she really need to be in those shorts? Like, don't tell me it's easier to kick things in shorts. I actually wear clothes. I know. I, I don't need that bullshit. Um, and they don't do any people. of that. You don't have a problem. <laughs> yeah, all the time. And they don't do that in this game. You can, like, customise her clothing. And many characters have, you know, clothing that's like a crop top or whatever, but it's practical. You feel like they've mm. gone well, they do this, they do that, and they need that movement. Everything's been, it feels like everything's been thought through. And there's, you know, there's no no character turns around and goes to an old, like, you're a silly little girl, you couldn't complete this this task. Or if they did, she, like, shoots them in the head. And so, as well, there's no, no character makes you feel that, like, Aloy's incapable we know from everything that we're shown and told that she's incredibly capable. That's why she is the lead in this game. And she's like better than all of the men in the game, which again is really unusual. As a female gamer, it's so much fun to play that. Mm. Sounds like you can really sort of make of it what you will. I mean, that's that's a slightly obvious thing to say because it's an open world game, but you can do the little tasks you can do the shooting rabbits you can go collect fetch tasks for people or you can save the world you can do what you will to like different levels if that makes sense you can do the yes. silly little things yeah. or you could do the big things absolutely you can play the main storyline without doing all of the side quests 100 it doesn't stop you from doing that hmm. and more importantly you can do all of it whilst looking cool and potentially shooting robot dinosaurs so, yeah, sounds pretty awesome, doesn't it? Yeah, it does a bit. Yeah, yeah. Can't really argue and, and there's other things you can do with with them, but spoilers, so I'm not going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Although, no, yeah. people would have seen it. People, if you've ever watched the trailer, you've seen it. You can ride some of the robot animals. That's cool. It's fucking amazing. It's so cool. Like it's so ridiculously cool. Awesome. I, yeah. See, so go play it. It's really good fun. If you like open world. It's it's great for that because it's open world, but the story's still really good. There's some moans when it came out that the story is really predictable. I tend to spoil stories for myself. I think if you watch enough, if you consume enough, you know where the story's going overall. Mm. That's fine. The writing's so good, it doesn't matter. Um, and and the way the world has ended up as the way it is is really realized through the game. Some of the mechanics I'm not super keen on. You have to go and collect. And I, this is somebody who likes collecting all the shiny things. You do have to collect quite a lot of, there are quite a lot of collectibles. And some of it is a bit of a pain because you're like, I have just spent like 45 minutes trying to like knock something out from a tree. This doesn't happen. Right. I can't think of it, an example. And it is just like a little data point of somebody going, this used to be a swimming pool. You know, like, oh, for fuck's sake. Um, <laughs> so it's a little bit of that. But but you don't have to do those things. You can still enjoy it. If you're not like me, who has to go and find all the shiny things. Just don't bother. Just go and enjoy it. And the story still works without all of the extras around. So, you know, it's if you want 
an action, open world action adventure where you get to be badass. You get really cool bow and arrow. You get lots of different cool bow and arrows. You get cool outfits. You have robot dinosaurs and animals and you feel like it's an epic, you want an epic adventure. This is epic. Whereas like, so when we're talking about Last of Us, the Last of Us is is small, you know, it's very much about mm. the two main characters, even though everybody else is really well realized. It's about those two main characters. It's a small story about found family. Horizon Zero Dawn is about epicness. Everything is epic. It's about saving the world. And so if you want an open world action adventure, go play that. So who who's the kind of target audience? Because you do a lot of different things. Is it okay for kids or? No, I mean, I wouldn't play it around my, it's not many computer games I'll play around my door, which probably says something about the games I play. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I know I, I've played Spider-Man and Mars Morales around here. I don't mind that because, mm. you know, it's, it doesn't feel, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't, I don't really like her being exposed to that sort of stuff and I would say sort of like maybe from about 12 you should play it I think okay. I think that's I mean my, my daughter's only three about to be four so there's Not lots either. of games that aren't appropriate for yeah. her games or some of the nice games um I think I would love for her to have Aloy as a as an inspirational character because she is just amazing and she's you know she takes on the weight of the world, which is a role we normally see men taking on. Mm. And she handles it with absolute grace and charm, but is also flawed. She's not a Mary Sue. And, you know, she she works hard to be... Well, no, I think she's naturally a good person, but she works hard to try and make the right decisions and do the right thing. And her motivations are incredibly personal personal but also to do the right thing mm. and i think that's often lacking in games as well mm. yeah. there you go if that's not a reason to put it on the christmas list i don't know <laughs> yeah thank you so much you're um, welcome go and play it go and play it. you've not got enough time to play all the games i'm going to recommend but these uh, the Last of Us, I think, if you can handle horror action games, go for it. It, it. The horror elements put a lot of people off and find it quite difficult, and I completely understand it. And at times, it's not an un- it's not a comfortable game to play. This game is. This game is epic, but it's about joy, and you you're supposed to have fun playing mm. this game. So if you want that, go play it. Cool, perfect. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, if you have any questions for me or Ria, all the contact information will be in the show notes. Um, if you would like to find more about Ria, all her details in the show notes, all the lovely podcasts that she does, all the wonderful things that she talks about, and all the sound effects and singing that she does along the way. Not really done that many sound effects, mate. I don't think no. I've got I've got any in me today. Oh, what sound effect can I do? Uh, what happens in Horizon Zero Dawn? What's a what's a bow and arrow sound effect like? like ping! That's terrible. <laughs> ping! Imagine if a bow and arrow did that. Imagine if you at centre parks and you just like <laughs> got your bow and arrow ping. and just went, ping. Ah, oh, it'd be such a disappointing experience, wouldn't it? <laughs>
Yeah. I will say in Horizon Zero Dawn, the sound effects are fantastic. They are and it, and so both of the world around you, of the natural world around you, of the machines, and of Aloy like using her focus and and how all of that works with the story is absolutely fantastic. Like they deserve a million awards for for how they've done it. It really helps build the world and bring the game alive. I won't do any of the sound effects because I clearly can't. <laughs> That's perfect. Thank you so much once again for joining Thank me. Thank you. Thank you, you for letting me talk about all these things. Well, you're very welcome. Thank you for your enthusiasm. People go buy it now. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>